Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. Hi, I'm Mike. And we are here, finally, everybody, yes. to watch the Slumber Party Massacre. Yes. Right? The best Slumber Party movie of 1982? <laughs> yeah. Maybe ever? I don't know about that. No? No, 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 no. But uh, you, know and- a, you know a better Slumber Party movie? Let me let me think about it. <laughs> let me think about it. Think about that. Uh, Anthony, you yeah. are back. Yes, I'm back. Sorry. We're, you you We're filming a music video. Well, you are here in Bayside. You, you missed the Reanimator. I know. I'm sorry. I know. Do you like that movie? I right. Like the movie. Yeah. Mike, you are still here, unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately. We figured out that Mike uh, owes me money now I, for I, letting him stay on. <laughs> Oh, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that was due. Wow. And I'm collecting you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, uh, that's, not, that's not cool, though, if that's true. If, uh, if that's okay. accurate. All right. Well, this week we watched The Slumber Party Massacre, a movie released on November 12th in 1982, which is my birthday, which, Anthony, yesterday was your birthday. Yo, good segue. Thank and you. And happy birthday. You are now... 31 I'm on the Baskin Robbins birthday. Baskin <laughs> Robbins 31 flavors. Uh, did yeah, you do my it? horn? <laughs> um, so Anthony, do you like the Slumber Party Massacre? I know you I didn't this- I, I didn't like the second one. I like I love this one. We did the second one on one of the early episodes. I love this one. This one's fantastic. The second one is quite weird. It has some sort of like Nightmare on Elm Street element to yeah. it with like a dream killer with a guitar with a drill on it. Really? Singing songs while being Elvis, sort uh, of. So like metal? No, like an Elvis thing. Well, that's not that cool. Yeah, it's yeah. not that good. That and like if you watch that in like Prom Night 2, it's like you same type of deal. Yeah, this one's really uh, Prom Night 2 is a lot better, probably. This movie's shot great. I, yeah. I say it a lot. It's shot very well. Well, it's a lot of ripped-off shots from Halloween. It yeah, is. it's very Halloween rip-off. Shot in the same neighborhood, too, I believe, right? Is it? It has to be. Yeah, somewhere in L.A. I think it's pretty close. A lot, yeah. a lot of rip-off shots. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Mike, what do you think about this movie? Uh, what's your... Well, actually, like, what's your history with this movie? I first saw this movie, like a lot of these movies, I first saw it on Monsters HD. The yes. Greatest cable station ever created. So you saw this much later in life? Yeah. I same. Anthony, same? <laughs> same? I actually I saw. saw this as a kid. Yeah. Uh, my friend down the block had like a bunch of like fucking bootleg things that he used to get from like a fucking, I, I guess the neighbor's like son or something. And this was one of them. So I saw this uh, uh, quite a while ago. The VHS looks terrible, right, Mike? You can't see shit. Yeah, you can't see nothing. <laughs> I rewatched it on Amazon Prime. It I would looked ne- fantastic. HD? 
HD baby. I would never understand how people could the en- shot enjoy is so this. Great when when she's walking, when they're walking, you see her in the background. It's like very, it's very clear, and I'm shocked for the period to have that depth of field to be that clear. Oh, like her, yeah, like, like you can really up see, in the, you can really see it well from that far, and it's kind of comical. And then they the way back. that she gets yeah. like brought into the van, it's not, like she's like Whoa. not how she gets brought in, how she's doing this while they're walking and they're laughing. It comes off kind of comical <laughs> for a second, and then it gets very serious, like right now. So, Mike, this is known as a feminist movie, right? Very pro women. I, I mean, there's elements. It's I know the history behind yeah. it would suggest that, but to me, what comes across, yeah, it's feminine. It has um, I feel for all these slasher movies. After watching this, yeah. for all these slasher movies, it has the I think the most authentic amount of female banter. Yeah, female bullshit. Like not female, everybody hates each other. Female politics. Yeah. I think it really represents that the best out of any movie since Halloween. Well, you know, there's a lot of Halloween-esque things in this film. There are, but the point being, though, like, it seems, like, realistic. Like, like a lot of these slasher movies, it's like some of the banter between the women is horrible. Yeah. Even look at current WWE, the banter between the women, it's horrible. You can tell it's, like, written by men. Yeah, yeah. Like this seems like authentic, like girl talk. To yeah, me. yeah. This Comes was across very well. This was written by Rita. Was it Rita Ma Brown? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. feminist uh-huh. writer. Yeah, right. Um, I couldn't tell you anything that she wrote. I, I uh, no, I no. I don't know that. I don't really know that realm. I hate on neither. I just don't know yeah. that but realm. I, but, but I know that she was very prominent. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. I will say that the shower scene in this movie after the basketball game, it comes across as like. What is it? It's like, it was just all the B-roll and they had the A-roll rolling. So it was like these long shots of them in the shower. We can explain that in a yeah. second. I'll explain that I'm not to sure, you. I'm not sure if it was like I'll to make fun. That. It was like poking fun at I movies. got you, man. I'll okay. explain I'm that I'm into to you. that shower scene. It's a good scene. Um, yeah. This was directed <laughs> by Amy, uh, Amy Holden Jones, who, as you said before to me, Mike, turned down the editing job of uh, for E.T., to direct this film. Yeah, I was reading that. I was like, what? Wow. And then she's connected to Mystic River. Uh, Mystic River. Uh, Mystic yeah, Pizza? Mi- Mystic Pizza, how? Uh, the Julia Roberts movie? Yeah. Mystic Pizza, yes. How is she connected to it? She's she wrote the writer. It. And Beethoven. Yeah, she wrote Beethoven. Oh, Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Beethoven. Uh, this was made on a budget of $220,000. Pretty good, not bad, right? Uh, and it made three point six million. Whew. Great return, successful, very successful movie. Yes. Um, so, Anthony, this uh, yes, the reason why this is here is because this was distributed by Roger Corman's New World Pictures. Okay, and he always wanted what nudity and violence. Yeah. Right? So, it's of a very course, long scene. he would let you do whatever you wanted in your movie as long as you had the nudity and the violence. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. And, well, he was very I successful. Was so con- I was so confused why it's just like such a long... And like, there's no music. It's not scored. It's just, it's it's just, just like... the sound of the shower and them like... Like them doing pointless banter at some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's all because of Roger Corman wanting it in in his movies. He's, yeah, it's he just thought some, it's just he thought it. that that sold the movie, and guess what? It did. 
It's just some hot women chilling in the shower. So what? Well, this would make like that high school that? boy like fucking rent this movie because it's like, oh, there's like fucking tits in it. Yeah, but you know what, though? Like, they may do shots like this and shit, but to me, this movie, once again, it represents the woman, I think, also to be very smart. Yeah. Like, the guys, they end up being the dumbasses in this movie. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're the yeah. idiots. Yeah, so this movie... Women aren't the idiots. They're the, the guys are the idiots. This movie was successful enough to have two sequels made. The yeah. Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3 in... Uh, I believe it was 1987 and 1990. So, Mike, you were you were saying to me about the soundtrack that you really like the soundtrack, Anthony. You, you I like, think you said you that you, you like the soundtrack, too, yeah. and apparently, um, Ralph Jones, which that sounds like somebody's fucking fake name, uh, used name. a Casio MT30 Ralph for the whole. Jones. Yeah, <laughs> used the Casio MT30 for the soundtrack, which is like a little piece of shit Casio. Oh, that's great. I yeah, like it's not that. even like a high end. Synth. Sometimes you don't need that shit. No, it's really cool though, but I, I don't like know how that. true that is. You know, who knows? But it was it's filmed- like a Casio you use on a Misfits album. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, so this was filmed in the summer of 1981. It was released in the fall of 1982. So there was a little, uh, a little bit of a turnaround time there, right? Um, so it's pretty interesting how the director got the job. Did you read about that at all? The way that did either of you hear no, about that? No? The way that, that she shot a murder sequence and Corbin decided to hire her full time. Yeah, for the she movie. she paid a thousand dollars like out of her own pocket to shoot like a scene from the movie, like the opening scene of the film, and showed it to uh, Corbin, and he was like, "Wow, this is this is great," <laughs> and he gave her the uh, gave her the job to direct it. That's pretty cool, I think. Smart idea. Yeah, yeah, he really, you know. Roger Corman knew what he was doing. Well, let me ask you this, though. What? Would you rather be known as the director of Slumber Party Massacre or the editor of E.T.? Oh. It's a hard thing. I don't know. I'm but, but, like, what would your, you know, your career would have been way different, probably. Well, I'm asking which one would you rather be known I would for? have rather been uh, the editor of E.T. because I would have liked to live in, like, a mansion in Beverly Hills. Smart decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smart, <laughs> smart decision by you. Dying, like, in my early 50s. You know, too yeah. much. Live like Daniel Plainview. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, yeah. would want to be on E.T. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so this was... Uh, this was released in a very good year for horror films, right, Mike? Right, Anthony? Do you yes, know? Sir. It's the heyday of these first slasher wave. Yeah. You know what the unfortunate thing for this film was, even though it was, uh, you know, well, here's the thing: it had a release slightly before in September of 1982. Yeah. Right, but then I think it's it's like full release that it the small one that it did have was on November 12th of 1982. And you know what else was released on November 12th, 1982? What would that be? Creepshow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, guess, I guess this got lost in the shuffle then. That's Ooh. a very hard thing to uh, well, to compete against. No, it still, it still made money though. No, it definitely did. But uh, what else was released in 1982? Uh, Friday the 13th Part 3? Right? 1982? Yeah, that's 82. Uh-huh. The Boogans? You ever see that? I've seen that. I just I don't know the years these movies came out. Um, Swamp Thing was 1982. It's a big horror year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there's a whole bunch of shit. Basket Case. Alone in the Dark's 82, right? Yep, 
you are correct. Uh, I'm like looking through some stuff. Ooh, Mad Max 2 is from... Yeah, so it's a bunch of shit. So yeah, this, yeah. you know, there was a lot of competition for this film. Do you do you guys want to get into the <laughs> into the movie? Sure. I feel like we uh, we went on a little a little bit about the uh, you know the intro to this. Yeah, we just were riffing. We're riffing. All right, let's uh, let's. Hit yeah, that I can talk about the film <laughs> a little bit. Let's hit the uh, let's hit the trailer. The basketball team is planning a party. A slumber party to bare their souls. All the girls are coming, except Mary and Linda. And they won't be missed. The party begins at 8 o'clock. It's a slumber party for old time's sake. Love it too. You think I'm getting better? <laughs> but be on the lookout for an uninvited guest. Please, Seth, please. When the pizza arrives, things really start jumping. Some people may have to leave early. But others will hang around and hang around. Pizza? I feel better already. Really, I do. But for those who stay, there'll be plenty of surprises. <laughs> and non-stop action. for sure no one's getting any sleep the night of the slumber party massacre close your eyes for a second and sleep forever what a fucking uh what a tagline for a movie jesus christ you like that why you don't like that it's all right i think it's pretty fucking awesome so mike what is this movie about give us a little synopsis i think the only synopsis you can give is that this escape kill- serial killer is out, and he stalks the first girl he sees, a la Halloween, and they're all having a slumber party, and he's there to knock them off one by one. So you think that this was uh, like a real? It, it took a lot from Halloween. Yeah, it's a lot of. If it rips anything off the most to me, it's Halloween. But it, it doesn't. Have, but it has. It's Halloween combined with maybe ten thousand unnecessary jump scares. What are some other things that like remind you of Halloween in this? I, I think a lot of the things that remind me of Halloween is is all the, the the like the shot like right in the beginning where she's walking down the block and then he goes then like the reveal he's in front of the garbage can and he grabs the doll out of the garbage can. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing when Michael comes into frame, shoulder. Uh huh. And then the music, the score is kind of scored with it, even though it's a different score. It's like bing boom. Mike, a lot of the long shots. A lot, of the, a lot of the bullshit when he was chasing the, the chick, what was her name, Linda, and the 
locker room. Dude, this movie was so hard to figure out the people's names. I still don't think I know it. I have it written down. Oh, you got the names. This movie's credit also. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of hot women. In this oh, movie. you enjoy Excuse that? <clears throat> yeah, a lot of hot women in this movie. A lot of hot women. Um, so, yeah, this... You know, there's a lot of role reversal in this, right? Yeah. Like the guys pretty much get killed off. Uh, yeah, the guys are the, you know, pretty uh, the, easily, the guys are the right? women. And the women and the men in this movie. They die in like stupid ways. The one guy like gets caught in the room and can't get out and he gets scared by a body like you would see in like a regular horror film. You yeah. know, the woman would get scared by it. Yeah, it's a role reversal thing. That's okay, though. No, no, no. It's really, I like this movie. I think it's really good. Um, yeah, it's, this has grown on me. The more times I watch it, the more I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, what one, do you, it's one of those. What do you think this movie like uh, closely resembles? Like, like besides Halloween, like this, like would this be like a House on Sorority Row type movie? Oh, right? Yeah. Like a that borrows a lot from this. I feel sort of like an invasion film, right? Invasion film how? Like a home invasion film? Oh, home invasion? Yeah, it's home invasion-ish, yes, 100%. Now, do you feel like any part of this film is actually, like, scary? Nah, for me, no, but it's fun to... It's, it's kind of like, like, like a fun movie, right? I'm so like, younger, there's some scenes... It's half and half. There's some scenes that are that are meant to be frightening, though, I feel. Like yeah. what? The uh, scene in the... Like what? The scene when he when he comes out of nowhere and he and he gets the dude in the garage with the drill in the shoulder. That's a when good scene. When he gets him through the back and yeah, like that, comes through the front. That's a good scene. I think the scene when he kills Linda in the beginning is good. I, I think there's some like scenes they do try to be a little bit scary, but it, when he rises f- up from under the tarp and he attacks the, the coach. Yeah, I guess you're right. It does try for it. But it does it does have some like good moments the way that it's scored, like when he's coming into the room when the girl's like locked in the room and he comes through the window. Yeah, see that's what I mean. He comes in almost like a mime. See, there's a lot of there's a lot of positives to the movie. See a big negative for the movie to me. Not to be a Debbie Downer about it, but a downer t- for me is I don't like the killer. Why? You don't like that he has no real, like, I don't like that identity? Like, I don't like that he's, like, this everyday, like, you know, he could be yeah. anybody type thing. Russ like, Thorne, bro. Like, I think in, in this era, especially of, of the masked era, I guess yeah. they were trying to go against that. But me, like, it'd be cool to me if he was, like, some sort of masked guy. And there's no suspense. Like, that, that, would, that would add yeah. a lot to me. And, and, like, being that he's, like, revealed right away, there's no, like mystery to it like who the fuck he is like there's nothing that, that, that's not used correctly I feel oh, there goes my phone even like in horror movies like Halloween there's like a suspenseful thing where they don't even show the mask for a while till you get a full frontal shot of the, the, the villain yeah dude or, you really yeah. don't see Michael Myers to the third act when he yeah. picks up the phone to talk to Laurie yeah that's the first time yeah. after he choked out Linda that's this the first time you yeah. see him like his full face that's like the movie's almost over you see, like this, it's right away. It's like yeah. you see well, this you guy know, like two minutes into the yeah. movie. Yeah, and you see him like run into the car in broad daylight. Yeah, yeah. it's like a regular dude. Just running. Not into that. No, that bothers you. It, it, it takes it down for me. So you so, would rather have having like you would have rather him had like a mask or yeah, something. Yeah, 100%. yeah, hundred percent. Well, compared to the other films that came out in '82, how do you think this stacks up? Oh, I don't know all the lists offhand, but I I, I would say it, it's up there. But it ain't it ain't probably it wouldn't be my favorite of eighty two. Do you think Alone in the Dark is uh, better than this? Yeah, I prefer Alone in the Dark. What about Creep Show? Yes. Yes. 
Same. I guess you're right. <laughs> it may be top five, though. Would it be top five? I don't know. Top ten, then. Hunky, definitely top, top ten. ten. Definitely top ten. So what are some standout moments, would you say, from this one? Uh, I know there's actually quite a bit, right? Would you say this is kind of like an iconic slasher film? There's a lot of good kill sequences in the movie. Yeah. What would you say is one of the better? My, I think one of my favorites, as dumb as it is, is even the opening when he takes her in the van. Even as as goofy as it is, it's goofy initially, but then like when he when you think about the situation and they walk away and he and she's screaming for help and this dude just fucking just kills her in broad daylight like that, in front with the, like help like only fifty feet away. I like that. I like that aspect of it. What about you, Anthony? I like um, even though I don't, he didn't fully die. If I'm if I'm wrong, because there's so many characters and I mix them up, is the one in the um, when he goes to the garage. And he just gets the drill, like, like, like how the like. Oh, how, he's he's dead, dude. The yeah. guy that gets it through Didn't, the does, it does goes he on through the steps? it goes through the but chest. Does he come back like on the steps later, or is that someone else? Oh wait, yeah, isn't yeah. one of them like? No, that's that's. I that so was, many people in the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, I think that was him, right? Because yeah. one of them's like banging on the door, yeah. and then like he comes and like finishes them off, right? Great sequence, though. Either way, yeah, yeah. yeah. He sees the legs drop. And he goes, <laughs> we actually, actually, that was one of the. For earliest videos on the Instagram, and another one. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. Them, you man. did a, you did a, uh, uh, this one, a slumber party massacre. I did it. the brood. I did the fly. Yeah, another one I like too is the pizza guy. Oh yeah, with his eyes drilled that's, out. That's a good one. I, and I even like the ending when they fucking cut his hand off. <laughs> like it's brutal. It's not yeah. just like one one chop and it's off. It's yeah. multiple chops. And as He's every, screaming. Everybody well knows. I, I like anything evolving a pool with somebody going. They said in, they the ruined pool. the pool. I like that. They said the pool is ruined after this. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like I like shitting the pool. It's weird. You like shitting in the pool? Not not shitting in the pool, but like stuff you know going on shot in the pool. So what do you think of the uh, the neighbor character in this? Mister Contact. Mister Content. It's contact, right? Like no, contact content. Lens. Content, contact lens. A-N-T. No C. They say it like five times, man. It's contact. Content. Content. His name's Content? Mr. Content. Mr. Content. Mr. Content. Like, like Mr. Content. Like, like Mr. Content. Like you're content? Yeah, but like with an A. Uh, I like content. I like contact better. Mr. Though. Content. What do you think of that character? He's kind of creepy, right? But he means well. Yeah. It's supposed to be red herring, I thought, but I don't know how it's a red herring if you know who the killer is already. They yeah. play, they play it like a red herring, though. Well, but he, I but, think, but yet you know the killer in two minutes into the movie. I so. think it's more so like the situation that like he's there, like oh, you see like the machete come down on the snail, and like you don't know who it is, like you see the hand like in the air, it's you know, like a red herring. Yeah, but like once you see who it is, it's not like oh, I think he's the killer. That's because, they, that's because they showed the other guy too early, I yeah. feel. That's, that's, yeah, that's I an think, issue. I think that was a problem that they, they yeah. like, revealed no who suspense. it was. But also, like, if they say that it's, like, a convicted, like, fucking killers on the loose, like, you wouldn't know what he looked like anyway. Yeah. Huh, maybe this guy's just blending in. You don't know. Maybe, I don't, I don't maybe think it, it could be Mr. Contact. I think, you I don't think, know. <laughs> I think it could be either way. Oh, what? That makes you mad? You don't like that? I'm not mad. I'm disagreeing. I'm agreeing. I'm mad. <laughs> what did you think about the two boyfriends? The stupid characters. Come, like fucking Laurel and Hardy yeah. coming to the bunch fucking... Of, bunch of goofs. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to run this way, and then you run that way. 
And well, the you're guy, a cis 82. They should be yeah. there. They should be in like Venom t-shirts and shit. Like there's nothing cool about. Well, them. it would have been filmed in 81. Oh well, then well, who could we have in 81? You can have like you know a merciful fate shirt, <laughs> something like that. Going but he on. runs to like Valerie's house, the next door neighbor who's like not going to the party because she's like she overheard them talking shit about her, right? Yeah, it's good for her. And uh, he runs to her house and she's watching a movie. What was it? Hollywood Boulevard. And it's like super loud. So he's banging on the door and she doesn't answer. But he doesn't like try to go to another house. He just fucking like stands there and gets stabbed to death. Like in a very well, I mean, brutal already, fucking he's, he's killing. He's already at his destination. Why would he leave? Because you got to go somewhere else. Nah, if that, if they're not answering, answer. you got you to leave. She'll answer. She didn't answer. Eventually she got up. Yeah, he was already dead. He was already getting stabbed to death on the ground. Here's an interesting question. Yeah. This chick Trish, right? Uh-huh. See how she's wearing in the Dodgers shirt? Yeah. I don't remember any of these movies ever showing like a, like, like a real team's logo. Like, don't you got to get permission to do that? I'm sure they just did yeah. it. So they just did it. Nobody gave a shit. They just used, you know, you yeah, have the Dodgers, right? you have, you have the Dodgers represented in this movie. Yeah, I'm fairly certain they just but did it. But is there another one of these slasher movies where they show like a logo type of thing? Oh, yeah, there is. I'm sorry. I think in The Burning, they show like Adidas or like Nike or something. Rookie of the Year is tied to the MLB, though. Yeah, yeah. I was making a joke. And, oh, that was I'm, horror I'm, I'm sorry. Rookie of the Year. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very... I'm, very emotional about this. You know, I get I get emotional about Ch- um, yeah. Chet the Rocket Seven. You too. know what? There is a Yankee hat shown in final chapter. Is there? Yeah, Paulie has a Yankee hat. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. And a robot. Yeah. Happy birthday, Paulie. Happy birthday, Pisetti. Happy birthday, Paulie. <laughs> Happy <Yeah>. birthday, Pisetti. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. I one. got you this, Paulie. Yeah, I guess they just. Show, I guess you could. But Who's they, with I the thought- voice? That's one of the last. That's one of the last Apollo Creed moments. Is, is with thing? the robot. He's like, what's that about? <laughs> What'd you do with his voice? <laughs> what were you going to say, Mike? I said, I think, yeah. Think, I can only think of this and Final Chapter where they show like a sports team. I I'm can't probably really, wrong. I'm probably wrong. Though. I mean, I'm sure it's out there. I don't really ever like try to notice. That always stands out to me. That's yeah. Sudden death? No? Mm. That's I, I, That has to do with the Pittsburgh Penguins, so. You ever see oh, that, Mike? The, yeah, but that's yeah. yeah they, but they but that's, that's that's tied in with like the league. Uh, what you know what I'm about? saying, I'm saying like like a movie like this, for example. Like I think it's just weird that she's walking around with like a Dodgers shirt. What it's about like, Godzilla, two thousand? Ah, dude, that's probably... 1999. I mean, or 1998, whatever. It is. I'm telling you, I think I can only think of this in final Come chapter. Come with me. Puff Daddy? Oh, B. P. Diddy. Like, was somebody walking around with a Red Sox hat in the Prowler? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Oh. So, I uh, I was reading some of, like, the reviews that people gave for this, and somebody said that the effects weren't good in this. I thought, the, I thought, I thought the effects were pretty damn good. The effects are the, one of the better parts of the movie. That's, that's stupid. Whoever said that? Mike, that, you said you watched awesome. this uh, at home, and Anthony, you also watched it at yes, home. Sir. Did you both watch it in HD? I saw it, whatever Amazon is. So it's HD. HD, Yeah, yeah. How how does everything look like in high definition? It's good. It's good to me. I'd like to own the Blu-ray. The coloring is much better. Yeah. You can see everything pretty clear. The VHS looks like shit. But the like, is the it, shower scene look completely different. Uh, but is it like obviously... Yeah, nudity. Is it like <laughs> obviously fake though? No. No, 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 no way. Oh, the effects look good. Yeah, they're good. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Maybe I have to check that out. It's yeah, you, did could, you have to you pay could for, do it today. You could, did you, you have, have to pay stay. for it on Prime or no, is it free. on free? No, it's, it's free. free streaming. Oh shit! I gotta watch that. I gotta check that out. I gotta check that 
Neither of you ever rented this VHS tape before or anything. I've did never seen no, no, Did no, you no. know the cover art, though? Do you yeah, think it's, I, like, iconic? Yes. It's yes. considered... Yes. I remember seeing Top it. 10 iconic pieces of cover art? No, it's top 10, but it's one I always remembered and yeah. seen. So you've seen this, like, in the store and before, shit? Before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even I, the second one, I remember seeing. I don't really remember seeing the second one. It's the cover. I think I've the, seen the second one, because, like, the, the drill's like a, yeah. like a guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah, seen it. it. It's really supposed to be like completely different than than the uh, original or the first. This relationship's weird, by the way. What the sisters? Why? Why do you think that? It just seems so like like phony. It's weird. I think the uh, I think the younger sister is incredibly annoying. Yes, me too. And uh, what was she looking at? A uh, Sylvester Stallone playgirl. Yeah, hey, sliced alone. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, what did we figure out? November. It was uh, filmed in the summer of ninety one, so 81. it had to be so oh like, eighty one. Sorry, like Rocky, Rocky three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so peak physical condition. Yeah, Sly's doing it. Because <laughs> uh, Mike, you even said to me that like, wow, this this sister's really fucking annoying. Yeah. But she also looks like she's twenty five. Yeah, yeah, the youngest sister looks like the older sister. That's what's, yeah, fun. That's what's fun about sure. this. It's, it's really enough. weird. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic here. Yeah. Going Imagine on. going away for like the weekend or whatever the parents did, and like you come home and like there was a huge fucking killing in your house. Yeah, it's a killing spree to your house, yeah, your property. That's like <laughs> what do you do? Up. You have to, you gotta, How do you come back from that? Yeah, move. Oh, for sure. I wonder what the insurance would pay for something like that. Dude, it's just like it's insane when you think about like if it was a really in, based in reality, but even the way it's shown in the movie, like I'm saying, like this this movie's grown on me the more yeah. I've watched it. So you think this is one of those movies where you got to watch it like a couple times. For me it was. Yeah, yeah. me uh-huh. too. I I I actually agree because I feel like you pick up on things each time. Yeah, like I'm trying to like, especially that now that I know the backstory of like what the script went through and everything, I'm starting to like pick up on what they've been really trying to do, and it comes across well. Well, like everything is intentional. All the nudity, so, so all that's the what I'm saying, yeah. like when you really know, you some know, all the about jokes, it, all yeah. the lines, it's all intentional. It's not like when you see like the burning where it's like, wow, this guy's just a piece of shit that mm-hmm. wrote it, you know. And this may be. Um this really may be like the the first like template of what was to come with movies like Scream and stuff like that. What do you mean? Of like where it's kind of like comedy induced and a little little bit of satire-ish. Doesn't doesn't take itself too serious in moments, but there's also like mixed in like genuine like slasher moments. I agree. I agree. May, sure. may set the template of that. This one always feels like the mutilator to me. I feel like I, it like it, like you can watch this and like the mutilator and like a double feature. Be a good double feature. I'm trying to think which one I like better. I um mutilator has a cool pull scene too. Um, I think I prefer this to the mutilator. You like this better? A little better, I think. But but I've got to see the mutilator again to really compare. I haven't seen that in a little bit. So I gotta say I do like this movie, but the only thing that holds me back from it is that the beginning, uh, the beginning, the like after that first killing of the well actually it's the second killing of the girl in the school the movie slows down it does right? yeah, until yeah. like the slumber party yeah. comes to a halt a little bit and then it picks up then there's like a lot of action towards the end but yeah. uh that's really my only which complaint which is weird about for it. a movie that's only a little bit over an hour that it drags which isn't probably a good sign what was it yeah. 75 minutes yeah was that like a beginning is that like a minute 15 Apparently, an, excuse me, an hour 15? Apparently they had to reshoot the ending. 
Oh, really? Why, Why is that? Uh, I don't think there was the pool scene, so they it was just, I guess... Oh, they added that maybe, in, huh? Yeah, I guess maybe whatever happened on the inside, you know, like after they stab him and, and all that mm, shit. Good for them. Yeah. It's a good scene. But, uh, yeah, the pool scene really does add to it, especially with the hand getting cut off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so this VHS is dark as hell. I can't see what's going on you right now at yeah, all. You can't see nothing on the VHS. <laughs> you can't see the movie. People will never know... Who are that are born now? What the fuck we went through? Yeah, it's like watching the HD versions. Like I get it, but it's just not the same to me. I don't know. Yeah, it looks different. <laughs> you know, because you could why? Because you could see. Well, yeah. So you can because you could see. I can I can fix this up a little bit. I'll ah. fix this up a little bit up in uh, Adobe ah. Premiere. All right. All right. <laughs> so Anthony, you want to give your final thoughts on this film? I think it's a classic. I like it. I like this one a lot. I was excited when we got to watch it. Are we doing a score? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rate it. Um, out of five, four, four point one. Mike, or actually, that no, could be a little bit more. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. Oh, um, I just, I just thought some of the acting wasn't great. And like, there's a lot of dialogue in certain scenes where it doesn't need to have a lot of dialogue. Uh-huh. I feel like they got a lot of things backwards, but the movie is fun. Um, the, I think even though how there's no suspense of who the killer is, I still fu- I find it entertaining. But I could see why that I could see why people kind of like turn it off or not watch it because you already know who the killer is, and there's no reason to really watch because. Suspense, unless you want to see how this guy's day unfolds. Uh, yeah. But for me, it's entertaining. I thought yeah, it was very yeah. good. Mike? You want me to rate it? Rate it and tell me what you liked and didn't like about it. Out of five? Yep. I would rate this a four. There you go. Fair. Yeah, that's right. fair. You, know, you got you to do points. You got to do points. I'm f- feeling the four. Yeah, four it's, not point, solid, it's, not, it's not perfect, yeah. but there's a lot of. A lot I was four point one. I don't like to do flat numbers, so I didn't want to give it a three point nine. But I thought it pushed to a four. Four point zero. Here you go. So, what <laughs> did you like, and what didn't you like about this one? Some pros would be that being that it was shot in whatever eighty one, eighty two. It has that real. Not that real. It's it's a part of that first generation of slasher movies where it just kind of has that early 80s look to it and and the tone is the same and just has that feeling of that first wave of the slasher movie which is a big plus to me i feel the all the women in the movie are very attractive i like the female banter back and forth it feels genuine it's very believable it feels realistic it feels like shit like chicks talk about i like the fact that they make the guys out to be dopes i like that because you in reality you know guys are like you know stupid so that's not a bad thing to show that. I like that. Um, I like the fact of the kill sequences. Like I mentioned earlier, the one in the van, the one in the garage through the shoulder. And, you know, when she goes in to kiss the sev- severed head, <laughs> the shit by the pole. I always love scenes where, like, somebody has to interact with the body and the head falls off. It's just it's just fun when you're interacting with a dead body yeah. in general. It's like just like a weird dynamic. Oh, really? You know about knows. this? Not personally, but oh, you know, oh, oh. maybe one day. But not personally, <laughs> but just in in that way. But I like that part of it, and I also like that. Um, 
about the last thing I liked. <laughs> so many things. It's a lot of things. It's a movie I feel it does stuff well, like in, in, in the subtext of a slasher. Yeah. It just does a lot of shit very good. Especially one that's trying to convey a message also. Yeah, see, it does. It does, Like I said, there is some, there's a lot of shit going on with the script where being that it doesn't take it, it has its moments of silliness and its moments of when it's seri- if serious, but uh-huh. then this shit when like they do the shot of like, you know, his legs spread open and she's in between them and, and the drills in between his legs like a dick, like obviously that has symbolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they try to add a lot of stuff like that. So like it is for a slasher movie, like I said, the more I watch it, the more you pick up on shit, I like it, but to me the biggest con of it is just i don't and it's a big part of the movie obviously but i just don't like the killer like anything yeah. about him i think the like the whole denim outfit's stupid you don't like the canadian tuxedo don't like the tuxedo i think it's stupid that you see him like two minutes into the movie i think it's stupid like the way he he fucking looks the only the only fun thing he does to me through the movie is when they knock on the door for the pizza and the dude goes like, what's the damage? Like, and I'm, how much does he owe? And then like the killer says six so far. So he's obviously saying the body count. Like, that's a cool like thing they do with him. But to me, that's like the only thing. Like, I think there was nothing else that like really screamed like, oh, this is like awesome. Nah, but then again, you know, I'm like a big, I'm like a big Jason guy. So like, I like the masked killer and shit. So did, I could be different. How, a lot of people may disagree with that assessment, but I, I don't like the killer. I think the killer is stupid. How did you feel about the killer in this, Anthony? I kind of agree in the same way as that. I feel that uh, it's plain. It's it just that I think even the it just it got revealed right away, and you can't. I don't know. It's like you can't even like picture in your mind yeah. what he could possibly be. Like, yeah. Like there's no like they don't they. That would that would have like added such a different dimension to the movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I give this film a five, five out of five. It's awesome. <laughs> I like the uh, the kill sequences are good in this. I like that they make these guys out to be two fucking idiots and they get stabbed to death almost immediately. Um, everything about it is pretty good, right? Like yeah. the jokes hit. Like where it's supposed to be kind of funny, it's kind of funny. And where it's supposed to be serious, it's pretty serious. Uh, a lot of nudity. A lot of nudity. Yeah, that's that's good. So I wouldn't show this one to your kids, that's for Don't sure. <laughs> nah, nah, maybe not, but it, it's a lot of nudity. That's not a bad thing for a slasher. No, no, but this is definitely a, uh, a must-watch if you're into 80s slasher films. Yeah, 100%. Um, rent it, it's on Amazon Prime, apparently, or go buy it on eBay, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah, you can stream it like, yeah. like a modern man. Like a modern or man. Or a modern woman. That's true. All right, so uh, you want to get to that point where we spin that wheel? Yes, sir. Let's do it. But you see, the deal is, man, you got to step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are going to do. And what happens? Well... We both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? <laughs> well, no. Okay, so Anthony. Yes, sir. We uh we got we've been staying true to the wheel. Yes. No rigging, no nothing. We're just doing it. We're, Last week wasn't a rig? No. It's okay. so, so I'm told. Why do you still disbelieve that? I, just, shake? I do it in front of you. Collusion. I don't know about that. Uh, you know. Is the fly still on there? No. It's not. 
Uh, okay, so I am going to spin this wheel. Five, four, three, two. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Wow. First came the night, then came the dawn. Now comes the most eagerly awaited day in horror film history. George A. Romero's Day of the Dead. We've been punished by the Creator. We visited a curse. Hello! Is anyone there? For the few remaining, their only hope of survival is to find a cure. You're wasting time trying to define what's happening. But the odds are against them. We're in the minority now. Something like 400,000 to one by my calculations. And so is Captain Rhodes. Anybody else have any questions about the way things are going to run around here from now on? Their one chance is Bub. It's working on instinct. A deep, dark, primordial instinct. But their time is running out. They can be fooled, don't you see? They can be tricked into being good little girls and boys. Same way we were tricked into it. Promise of some reward to come. But when the tricks wouldn't work... They're learning. They're actually learning. Their world fell apart. nice at all. You can just sit there in the dark. Think about what you've done. Think about it. Think. The dead shall have their day. Day of the dead. Extraordinary, isn't it? Okay, so Day of the Dead, my favorite of the uh, Dead Trilogy, well, the original Dead Trilogy. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I actually spoke to George Romero about this, telling him that I love this movie. (laughs) Yeah, what George had to tell you. He's like, yeah, that's my favorite, too. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's my favorite, too. Oh, really? Yes. You like Dawn of the Dead, right? No, I like this one more. Uh, A movie that was supposed to be much bigger. Turned out to be a, uh, what would you say, slightly condensed idea. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to know something funny? This movie is back in pop culture right now because of Stranger Things season three. Really? Why? Um, the, they they go to the multiplex, and on the first episode, they all go to the new mall in the multiplex, and they see Day of the Dead. Really? Because it's, it's 1985, and it's the same week as Back to the Future. So a couple of different movies that kind of mirroring what's going on for the time period so basically day of the dead you know how it starts how they're like in the town like hello is anybody there yeah yeah it cuts to the next scene after the, the movie it cuts to the town the main, old main street and all the businesses are closing because of the mall mirroring the imagery of day of the, de- dead. Day of the dead which is cool that is pretty cool i admit that's, that's pretty cool that's fun uh, yeah, so what do you guys think? Are you excited to do this one? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I enjoy too. this one. There's a lot to say. Hello! <laughs> Captain Rhodes, right? Yeah, this is my it's my favorite of the trilogy. What's it's his awesome. name? Joe Pilato? Joe Pilato. R.I.P.? R.I.P. Uh, who else is in this one? Anybody? I 
forgot the actress's name. I don't know anybody's name from this one. This movie's fantastic, though. I love it. But uh, yeah, any any anything else? Anything else you want no. to talk about? In regard to Day of the Dead? Yeah. I feel that it's just, um, even though it made the least amount of money, I think over the years, it's become more and more appreciated. Yeah. It's not, it still hasn't taken over Dawn of the Dead as the best one, but to it's, me, if you, if you break down the central message in Day of the Dead, like what, what it really means, like it's really intelligent, like what the subplot is, and Day of the Dead is the best one. I agree. Uh, yeah, and how I good agree. is that the ending scene? But I will, I don't, we'll talk about it next week. Right? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. So we could find Anthony at A Bassini on Instagram for videos and audio issues. <laughs> and we could find Mike at. Instagram, it's M G I G L I zero. He'll be your Spotify playlist. The, <laughs> yeah, just, and just, you could, uh, just come and chill. And, and chill. you could find me at Bad Taste Video, and I post all our shit and all the updates with the show and any videotapes I happen to acquire. Uh, yeah, so next week we, we, we will be watching Day of the Dead, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Big reverb sound.